a few points before I speak with Mathura Prabhu again for him. And I'm, I'm putting this out in the public sphere because our talk is shared in the public sphere. And as with pretty much everything, some are appreciating and some are not appreciating. The goal of life is not to be appreciated by everyone. <laughs> uh, so, some points which I, I, I want to make because in the course of our discussion, it, it, it rolls this way and that way, zigzags and um, just some points for uh, you to consider. Uh, you mentioned in your series of talks, and we did discuss it also during our conversation, um, that you had, there, there were two uh, epiphany moments in your life in Krishna consciousness. One was reading Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and another was reading Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Now, I, I don't know what your reading practices are, but I, if you're not regularly reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, I request and strongly recommend that it, it's go back, read it again and again and again. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Nitta Koropan, Jaha Hoite, Premananda, Bhakti Tattagyan. Within Chaitanya Charitamrita, there are several recommendations like this that <clears throat> daily drink the nectar of Chaitanya Charitamrita by which one will be infused with premananda, bliss, love of Krishna, and knowledge of the of bhakti tattva, the ins and outs of what is bhakti. Uh, at the beginning of Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami conveys a blessing of Rupa Goswami, in which he states, Sada hridya kandare spurutu va shachinandana. May that shachinandana, Goranga, be manifest in the core of your heart. And Bhaktisthan Sarasarthakasam is used to quote the Sada hridya kandare na shachinandana. May he be in the core of our hearts, changing it from a blessing to a, to a prayer. Ah, uh, yeah, and then the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita is for, by, by, for, it's a heart-to-heart -heart exchange between Krishnadas Kaviraj and his audience. His immediate audience was the devotees of Vrindavan who'd asked him to compile that. But he was well aware that it was for future generations also. So, for the devotees that his contemporaries, it was heart to heart. We're sharing. Goranga is in our heart. He's in, in the hearts of the devotees. And we just want, and Goranga is manifest in the heart of what happened that Sarup Damada, he is in heart-to-heart -heart contact with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
Prabhur Abhishtata Kai Bakamon Shrugar Shire Bhagya Najai Barnon Prabhur Avishtate Prabhute Avishtata Kai Bakamon The good fortune of Swarup Damada cannot be described because his mind, body, and words, they're completely absorbed. He's 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 the upper rupa, he's a, another form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Sudamadar is Lalita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha, and they are so close. The, the, Lalita to guide Radha, she just so completely understands everything about her. So the same thing Sarup Damodar with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Sarup Damodar, he was constantly with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for 18 years and privy to his most intimate emotions. And he told these things to Raghunath Das Goswami. And Raghunath Das Goswami told these things to Krishnadas Kaviraj. And Krishnadas Kaviraj, he summarized some of, the, some of these things in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So it's really, it, it really gets to the deepest heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and it's right there for all of us. And the devotees who are the heart of, they're in contact with the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They've composed so many songs, Narottam Das, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, and they, they give their heart to us. But So the, the songs of the Vaishnava Acharyas, they're a they're a, a spillover of the ecstasy of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So I can recommend, <laughs> I, I, I can suggest that. that it's, it's there, it's right there. We're distributing these books to the public. And then, uh, you've mentioned about Brihad Bhagavatamrita. I remember coming back, I'd been out traveling, and you were just, a, you're still sick, and, but you were just in ecstasy. I'm talking about in Dhaka. You'd first read Brihad Bhagavatamrita and uh, Krishna Karnamrita. They were in translations, I believe it's by Jyoti Maharaj of the uh, Madras, Gorya Mat. And you were saying, oh, these are so great. And, and uh, so I started to read them also. And to tell the truth, it, it didn't turn me on in this, not anything like the way you did. It turned you on. I wasn't so fortunate at that time. One reason was I found the English so difficult, the style, and it was so strange English. Uh, actually, very poorly translated, but the, and enough of the essence came through that it really, it really enlivened you. Now, uh, I, I did read much later. After much later, it was translated by. Gopi Puranadana Prabhu. And I'm not sure if you have that, but that's really absolutely, he's superb. And the English is superb also. But it's, it's what he's done, he's translated it. And with the commentary of Sanatana Goswami, the commentary is there, which is Gopi Puranadana Prabhu's commentary. But actually it's 94. Five ninety-eight percent simply relaying what Sanatan Goswami said, and it's bliss, and it's it really is an epiphany. I I got my epiphany years later, the the same one that you got. So if you haven't read that, you are obviously highly read, um, and no doubt you have read it. But I'm just saying that, and I'm saying this to the 
Others are hearing also, so this is for everyone. You read Srila Prabhupada's books, uh, this Brihad Bhagavat Amrita, it's the, 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 yes, Bhagavat Amrita. It's the message of the Bhagavatam in another form. <clears throat> now, going on to another point, you said that uh, in the course of our talk that I'm honored you, you said that you are honored to speak to me and that I'm different to other leaders. And Ah, yeah, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> because Why honored? Well, we're honored to have the association of Vaishnavas. That is the gift of Srila Prabhupada to us coming from the most fallen background uh, in the Western world. But, you know, 40 years ago, you wouldn't say, I'm honored to speak to you. We're just friends, right? God brothers. We were, we were out there in Bangladesh. and You were right there at the, pretty much at the beginning. And we didn't have a clue what we were doing. <laughs> it was, ISKCON was very different in those days. We'd go into virgin territory. Afterwards, I went into Thailand. And it's just a complete, it's just short distance from Bangladesh, but it's just a, such a completely different field and how to crack it. I think we still haven't, we still haven't really cracked it. No, we haven't. It's, it's so tough with the Buddhism. What a contrast. People are very nice, but the, to, get, to get into their hearts is very difficult because they don't believe they have any hearts. They're Buddhists. Hardcore Buddhism, Thailand means hardcore, hardcore Buddhism, Theravada Buddhism, a real original Buddhism, you could say. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we th those are pioneering days, and there's excitement in that also to go into a place where, of course, in Bangladesh, by, by no means was it that Krishna consciousness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had never been there, but Iskon had never been there. Just trying to relate to the environment and, and make contact with the people and try and understand them, just like Srila Prabhupada went to the West. And uh, he spent a little time before he really got into the heart of American society, or, or uh, you could say into the, in, into the dregs of American society, actually, and he, and he went to the Bowery by circumstance. But he clearly, when Srila Prabhupada was first in the West, he was trying to, he was, he, was, he was something completely new, and he was trying to understand what they were doing. So that's what we were doing. There was very different pioneering days, and it was all new and fresh, and, and uh, we were just, Finding our way, almost like wonder. We had the message, but how to get it out? And I remember Rasik, Rasikda, as we used to call him, saying once that in in Bangladesh that well, we don't really have to teach the philosophy. They already know the philosophy. Um, we just have to in encourage them, and uh, that was pretty much the way. The movement was going at the time in Bangladesh, and it's true to a large extent, but, uh, but I disagreed with him. I disagreed with Rasika on so many things, and still we were good friends. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, I disagree. I thought I said there, there's so many upper sampradayas here and so many misunderstandings. Uh, so, but both things were true because uh, definitely they they had a good, the people in Bangladesh, the Hindus in Bangladesh in general, had a much better start than we did. If if if, if we just tell them, well, Hare Nama, Hare. Many times we go to places and we'd, the people would know more Chaitanya Charitamrita verses than I, than we did. We hardly knew any. And Hare uh, Nama, Hare Nama, Eva Kebala, that was that was written on the walls of so many temples, and they already knew it. So that was true. But what was the point I was making? Yeah, the point I was making. Yeah, we were friends, and uh, okay, so we we went on different trajectories. <clears throat> and uh, by default, I became somewhat of a big wig within Iskombi. By default means, unfortunately, so many of our god siblings, they just fell down, including some of the bigger ones and uh, some of the biggest ones, most of the biggest ones. And some of them left Krishna conscious altogether. Some of them have left their bodies now. But I'm me and you are you. I am you and you are me and we are all together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I look back on those days, although it was, it was, a, tr it was a struggle, it was very difficult in so many ways, but that that was good, especially for for young men to take that struggle for Krishna to uh, and and we relished that challenge also. But uh, we we were in that together, right? We weren't there together very long, but the whole movement we were it was it was really the beginning days pioneering struggling and you opted out of the official movement quite early on but you did you did do quite a few years there and uh, we we were all part of it right so i remembering and looking back on those times i look back on them with uh, although like i say it was it was a hard struggle but I, I look back on it with maybe some nostalgia, and uh, I, I'm grateful for all the difficulties that I had. I had the opportunity to go through that and to be with the devotees who, who also took that difficulty. And and I, it may be hard for devotees now to understand what kind of things we went through, especially. Well, both in both in the West, in the West, we are considered a bunch of nutcases, if not dangerous social deviants, and in India, um, just although overall people tended to oh, oh much more, they tended to accept us and to like us, and even in Bangladesh to worship us, which was embarrassing for for you. Know, we we're just young boys. Um, who really didn't know, well, in retrospect, we really didn't know that much. But um, 
it was difficult also. The, the, the climate, the culture, the language, and uh, plus, the, especially in Bangladesh, we were there were certain special difficulties, which were from being in a situation where there was a military dictatorship and the uh, majoritarian rule, um, and we were catering to the minority. I, re I remember once that uh, Jaipitaka Swami, he made a comment once when he was in Bangladesh that uh, the India itself is difficult enough and most Western devotees can't relate to it, but Bangladesh is much more difficult still. And uh, I, I really hadn't thought about it at that time like that. But yeah, so so we, we I, I look back with gratefulness and, uh, and uh, I'd like to relate to you. Of course, a lot of water has rolled under the bridge then in both our lives. We were both on very different, well, not very different, different trajectories. But uh, I, I remember that with gratefulness. And uh, so, Hari Bol. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, you mentioned about something about Bhaktivinoda, something like making up the, the, I can't remember exactly what you said, about the, the, the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu being in Mayapur. And there are, in Navadweep town, there's, there's, there are two places which are said to be the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And of course, in Mayapur, we have the Jogpeet also, which we claim. And you mentioned something like that. I did see something written by Jagat in which he wrote something like, well, if you, have, if you want to make a clean break, then you can just make up a new birthplace. It is cynical. But one thing is... Um, but you know, Thakur, he was a highly moral person and a magistrate. Uh, and that's just from the external vision. And he was a great devotee. I mean, just an extraordinary devotee of Krishna. Really extraordinary. We, we, we tend to think of Bhakti Vinod Thakur as being more orthodox than Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur. But really Bhaktisthan Saraswati Thakur, he just, he himself said that he, the, the Gorya Mat is made of Bhaktivinoda. What he did, he saw it as a continuation. Bhaktivinoda Thakur was very unorthodox in many ways. He, he, he didn't just go along with the orthodoxy. He did and he didn't. It's it's a big topic to get into, um, which I won't try to do now. But I'm just trying to make the point. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is a towering spiritual figure, and I and Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj confirmed that also, and and Vangshi Das Babaji Maharaj also. So it's. And Gorky Shodas Babaji Maharaj, they all accepted Mayapur as the actual birthplace. 
So I don't think it's just you, you make it up for some religious political reasons. I, I, I don't accept that. And, I, I, and, and another thing, just um, we can consider, um, and I haven't studied the issue in great detail. I'm, I, 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 it, it's not of great interest to me. What are the arguments for and against Mayapur being the actual birth site? It's not of great interest to me because I just accept that the, 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 those who have given me so much are our charyas. Are, are they cheating me? I, I really, I, experientially, I don't, I just don't feel like that. Uh, do they have some personal motives? No, I don't accept that. Um, but one thing which um, is maybe, and yeah, I haven't studied the whole issue deeply or hardly at all, but one thing that is maybe not known by many is that the present town of Navadvip is only 200 years old. It's not that there was, there was the birth site of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and that was recognized by everyone and then... It's been going on like that for 500 years. No, the, the present town of Navadweep is relatively modern because with the moving of the, the Ganga, then the, the, the Ganga in that area of Bengal more or less sticks to a, a course. It, 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 Ganga comes more or less takes a, a, a right angle turn just before what is now the Faraka Barrage and just before the Bangladesh border and uh, Ganga coming more or less in what shall we say it's an east-southeast trajectory once, once she reaches uh, Haridwar coming down from Gomuk, Gangotri, and then comes down and merges with all the other rivers of the Prayags, and then comes down to Rishikesh and Haridwar, and then after that, she comes more or less on an east-southeast trajectory. And of course, just like at Varanasi, there's a there's a bend in the river, but it's more or less like that. But then there's a big, she takes a big turn, and that's because of Bhagirat Maharaj who took a turn. And because Ganga wanted to be going through Navadweep. But anyway, through that area, because the soil there is, is alluvial clay, uh, that part of Bengal, and it, it's very soft clay, and it's flat land, and Ganga is running with force. Bhagirat was going as fast as he could and Ganga was coming up behind and she's still running with such force all the way. Of course, now the Ganga's uh, dammed in so many places. D-A-M-M-E-D has dams on her, especially up in the uh, Himalaya region. Uh, Shivalik. Um, but still, in, in, throughout Bengal, she runs, 
she's she's flowing very quickly, and the, and in the floods she just spreads out, spreads out, and and comes up her banks and just spreads out. So and I don't know if you I don't think you were there in Bangladesh in the rainy season, but if you most of the most of the country is just flooded. If you fly over, you'll see you you'll see a few townships and villages and sticking up and little villages sticking up. Otherwise, it's just it's just like a big sheet of water. I remember once I was in uh, where was that? I th that was uh, Sunamganj, I think, in Shilet district. I remember once I was there in the rainy season and it was so flooded that it was like the sea all around. You couldn't see where the, you couldn't see the end of it. So, so flooded. So the Ganga floods and, uh, and then after she settles down after the rainy season, the course of the Ganga is often changed. It's still basically the same course, but she's changed somewhat. Um, and then you get charas and not thieves, new new embankments and this and that. Um, so Navadweep is a relatively new town, and it's not that the the, the original birth site, so called, has been going on uh, since since the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It was lost under the Ganga floods. The original. Mayapur, as it's called in Bhakti Ratnaka, the, the, the birthplace. It, the, the word Mayapur is not used in Chaitanya Bhagavat, Chaitanya Mangal, Chaitanya Charitamrita. It is used in Bhakti Ratnaka. And it's there. Bhakti Ratnaka, of course, came some... Well, let's see. Chaitanya Charitamrita was written... Ah, about a hundred years after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared, a little more maybe. And then um, Bhakti Ratnaka was still, what, 100, 150 years later than that. But it was long before the controversy over the birth site came up because that only came up in the time of Bhakti Vinoda and it said Mayapur is the birthplace. Um, now, one thing that really should be considered in this regard, and like I said, I haven't studied this. This is just from my own thoughts. When Nimai and Nitai, it's described in Chaitanya Bhagavat, they, they went along the bank of the Ganga toward the house of Advaita Acharya. They walked along the bank of the Ganga and at one point, having had some interaction with a tantric sannyasi, they jumped in the Ganga and floated down stream. But the, the point here connected with the, with the birthplace and the, um, the, the place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived, because Advaita Acharya's house in Shantipur is on the eastern bank of the Ganga. So if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he left from his house, and they went. They walked along the bank of the Ganga, which means they were on the eastern bank, which means Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's house and the, the 
the, all that all the people living there they were on the eastern bank and similarly when chaitanya mahaprabhu took sannyas he crossed he swam over the ganga and then went up to katwa then he after taking sannyas so he's he's on the opposite bank of the ganga now from his um from his house and from the place where all the others were living, Srivas and Chandrasheka and so many others were living there. So he went to the other bank and then he was wandering in the Raghadesh for some time, for three days, and then Nityananda brought him to the bank of the Ganga, and then they crossed over again and they were again at the house of Advaita Acharya. That means that he, he crossed, he was on the, he must have been on the eastern side when he crossed over to take sannyas. He went to Katwa. And then he crossed over back, he had to cross over back again. So this shows it was on the eastern bank and not on the western bank as the, the, the two, or the two purported birthplaces of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Navadvip town, they're on the west bank of the Ganga. You have to cross by boat to go. Seems to me. You're from Hulargat. No, actually it's completely... Yeah, Navadvip's on the western side. It's in Bardhaman district. It's not in Bardaman, it's in Nadia district, but it's like a little enclave of, because Bardaman district is on the west bank and Nadia district is on the east bank. And Bardhaman, but Navadweep is on the west bank and it's just a little enclave on the west bank of the Ganga. So anyway, uh, some other, some other points, um, You succeeded in psychologically opening me up. You, you did a brain-shrinking job on me. And something popped out that, of me that I, I never really, I, I suppose, I never really fully articulated itself, even to myself. So that's what psychotherapists do. So you... you you brought out something out of me, which I'd not said before. And it was, I said something like, I'm aspiring for darshan of Goranga. And I thought maybe I should edit that out of the talk because apana bhajana kata nako hibo jota tota. We're not supposed to talk about the innermost desires here and there to everyone. But it is in the society of devotees and among all the millions of stupid things in my heart, there is, by there, there's some by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, there is some desire has taken root to aspire for the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So yeah, you, you 
shrinked me. Uh, one song I was referring to, I, I, I can read that now. Uh, it's a song by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Actually, I, I, during that talk we had together. Gurudev Kobe Tava Karuna Prakashi. I'm not sure if I read it out at that time or quoted it, but... I can do so now. Should have got it ready before this talk, but I didn't. Gurudev Kobe Tava Karuna Prakashi Shri Gauranga Lila Hainitatata Okay, I'll just read this and give my own impromptu translation. Bhaktivinoda Thakur praying to his guru. When, when will your mercy manifest? When, when with your mercy manifesting, <clears throat> uh, that, that I will, having <clears throat> firm faith that the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are an eternal principle, I will uh, wander around the forests of Godrum chanting Hari Hari desiring Darshan, desiring to see, desiring to see what, who, who? Nitai Gauranga Advaita Srivas Gadadhara Panchajan. He's desiring to see these five. Krishna Nama Roshe Bhasha Bejagat Kari Mahashankirtan. The rasa, the nectar of Krishna Nam, they're, they're drowning the whole world in their Mahasankirtan. Can we imagine the Sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is going on right now? It's going on right now. It can go on in our hearts if we just have the mercy to open that door. And that's what Bhaktivinoda is praying for. Adapi ho lila kore rai kora kora bhagavana deke bare pai. Still today, some fortunate people can see the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu going on. That's what Bhaktivinoda Thakur is praying for. And by by sharing this, he's also sharing, he's also communicating that to us, that we can also aspire for that. That's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give. It's not impossible. In fact, he wants that. That's what he came, to give us the bliss of Maha Sankirtan. And why am I saying that I'm aspiring for this? Well, I, I, I can communicate to others. I can communicate to others. Also. You can also aspire. Why not? This is, this is the Sankirtan movement. We can all aspire to join the Sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Bhaktivinoda Thakur considers. Nartana Bilash, Mridanga Badan, Shunibo Aparakane. Not only seeing the pastimes of dancing, just like we wonder, 
what is the sound of Krishna's flute? We hear flute music. and Generally, flute music is very pleasant in my estimation. Guitar music, sometimes some of it, yeah, but a lot of it is heavy rock. And, ugh, I, there was a time in my condemned life when I liked that, but not now. But flute music, it sounds pleasant. What does Krishna's flute sound like? Waiting to hear that. Gayatri Mantra. <laughs> then uh, we, we see dancing. We engage in dancing. I'm not able to engage. I curse this body. But dancing is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela. Gauranga Nritta Nitta. His pastimes of dancing are eternal. So what is that? What is that? But, you know, Thakur is implanting within us the desire to see that, and not only to see, but to hear the sound of the Mridanga. We hear the sound of the Mridanga. It's one thing in Bangladesh, right? Just extraordinarily talented Mridanga players are everywhere. That tradition is going on. Then they say, I will hear that with my own ears. This is his aspiration. And seeing all this, this is his aspiration. But you know, just seeing this, seeing this, seeing. What am I seeing? Ki herinu shokiyaj in another song. He said, What have I seen today, my dear friend? What have I seen? What have I seen today? So seeing and seeing that 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 lila madhuri, that the sweetness of those pastimes, I will float in the flood of Krishna Prem. Then Nadaki Abba, gone, closed off. Like Narad Muni saw the Lord, gone. Nadaki Abba. That that Shailila Rata and that that bliss of the, that jewel of pastime. Kandi Hagoranga Bali then crying out, crying, 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 tears. Hagoranga, Hagoranga. What have you done? You showed yourself. Now you went away. And then the final aspiration. Amare Bishai, Pagala Bolia. And that will be the greatest success. When the, when the materialistic people seeing me like this consider me to be totally insane and they scorn me by throwing dust on me. Throw, that'll be more bliss. They're throwing dust on me. But that, that will be the great bliss to be there. Is confirmed by the mercy of Goranga, I'm rejected from materialistic society. So, Hare Krishna, I was speaking there to Mathura Prabhu, to whoever else may like to listen. Let's go for it. Let's go for the bliss of Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. With this life is here. Let's. Let's all go. Let's all go back to Godhead. Prabhupada said we'll have another risk on in the spiritual world. Let, let's everything. Oh no, meetings and 
and condemnation. So Prabhupada wasn't talking about that. He was talking about the bliss of the Sankirtan movement. Let's go for it. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.